Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! (sighs) Smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get Hefty Ultra Strong with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon. Welcome you to Porch Talk. This is your host, Alan, and... We're doing a Zoom call today to uh, Boston, Massachusetts area. Uh, Linda Marks uh, just is celebrating this today, right? The release party is today for Monuments of Love. And uh, I've had the weekend to spend time with it. I've really enjoyed it. Uh, And we'll walk through some of those tracks. But, Miss Linda, I just wanted to start. uh, We haven't spoken since uh, before the pandemic, so... uh, Um, glad you're still here with us, but I mean, but how, how, uh, how's life? How's life been? Well, it's been very different. I mean, my words are surreal. (laughs) It's, you know, it's like no no one alive on the planet today has ever lived through something like this. That's right. And, and, you know, there are all the different phases of the pandemic, you know, first the shock factor that this virus was sort of taking over the world and then shutting the world down and then, you know, seeming to calm and then getting really bad and then the vaccines and now the Delta variant. So it's like we're, we're living on shifting sands. So it, it sort of asks us to be present in the moment, mm-hmm. to not be too attached to the future because, you know, we can't plan. Like someone, someone asked me just two weeks ago on a show about my touring plans and all I could say is hybrid because... You know, the difference between the Delta count in Massachusetts just like four or five weeks ago and now is astronomically different. We were down to like 23 cases mm-hmm. earlier in June, and yesterday there were like almost 950 cases. That's a very fast progression. So, you know, it's very hard to know what's going to happen. And, you know, on the other hand, it's, it's an opportunity to be very creative. That's right, and I know during the pandemic, it was uh, it was great to see a lot of musicians uh, step out and go virtual or do whatever they could to continue to connect. Uh, I'd like to take a little time to talk about the music saloon, uh, yes. and I mean y'all y'all went virtual with that, right? idea 
I still have no idea when it will be safe to do that again. So I started a virtual house concert series. Um, and but what was really fun about that is when you do a live house concert series, on the one hand, you have the benefit of a potluck dinner and spending time with people in person, which is really lovely. But the people have to drive to wherever the house is. Mm-hmm. And when it's a virtual series, I have the ability to have a person from anywhere. You know, they could be in Australia. You know, they could be in Hawaii. You know, it, it mm-hmm. doesn't matter where they are. All that matters is we hook up the time zone so that they can participate. So when we were doing the Music Salon's live series, I would put together a, like a group of 12 people who had 15-minute mini sets over a three-hour period of time. And I think... I did like seven or eight of them in a, in a matter of months because people just really wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. And um, more recently, I think I did a couple more of those. And we're doing something else in the music salon, which is really fun. It was inspired by my being part of Make, Make Music Day, where I was paired up with an Australian singer-songwriter named Sharon Stark. So I covered one of her songs, and she covered one of my songs. And it was really fun to do that. So I decided, you know what, we can do that in the music salon. So we did it once in July, and then we're doing it again in August. Mm -hmm. So there are all kinds of ways you can build community like that, whether it's the music salon live or the the my song is your song, you know, covering, we call it music salon song swap. But the the other thing that, that I've been doing is I started my own live stream called Songs from the Heart, Meditations for the Heart, because someone mm-hmm. told me to integrate the two sides of my life because people needed it. And I started that 72 weeks ago. And it's very interesting. I haven't missed one of them. Tonight, my um, triple album release show, which is at a top Boston venue called The Burren, um, is going to overlap the time slot for my live stream. Uh-huh. Instead of being a live stream, I'm going to be live. <laughs> yeah. So that's, it's sort of cute that the 72nd week is a real live show that will overlap. Right on. Um, so uh, let's let's talk a little bit about uh, Monuments of Love. It's it's your latest work, right? And uh, spending time with it, I mean, I believe I can tell that, I mean, uh, Noah Corgi, uh, he's got a song, and uh, yeah. My Father's Boots, Broken Home, and I mean, just going through, like, uh, each of these songs, uh, I mean, it's it's dealing with maybe a specific aspect of someone's life um, that they may know somebody or it may have personally happened to them. And I thought the words uh, for the songs uh, fit perfectly uh, with the stories that you were telling. Uh, so today is a triple album release party. Yes, it is. Wow. Yes. Yeah, because I actually I I was almost done with two albums when the pandemic shut down the world. My first 2020 album is called The Piano. All I needed were two instrumental tracks to finish the editing process on two songs, and then we're ready to do final mix and master. That album was going to be released, you know, like June 1st. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my second album, which is called Songs at the Heart of Life, I was about 80% done, and we were going to release that one November 25th. When my sound engineer had to close the studio in early March, we had no idea how long it was going to last, and by last July, it was clear there was no way he could open it up anytime soon, so we started to work remotely, mm-hmm. and the two remaining tracks had to be recorded rec- remotely by my musicians who were part of the album. 
So a lot of musicians had to suddenly learn how do you record studio quality tracks remotely, which God bless them, many of them did. So we were able to release that album. I'm trying to remember if we released it in September or October. I think maybe September 1st. So it was, it was not when we planned to, but at least we could work together through Zoom, of all things, mm-hmm. and do the rest of the editing. And Songs at the Heart of Life was released on time on November 25th. But the double release show that I had booked for November in 2020 at the Burren obviously couldn't happen. So Monuments of Love is being released today. But it seemed only fair to play some songs from the two albums that didn't get their release show. So that's how it became a triple release. Yeah, and that's a lot of fun, right? And so, and so just for people who uh, may be unfamiliar uh, with your music, and I mean, you're very consistent with um, putting out albums. You work really hard as far as songwriting. <laughs> Yeah, right. And so uh, let's talk about some of the guys that came in and helped with the album. Uh, who, uh, who, who helped you out with uh, these albums uh, musically? Okay. Andy has a recording studio that, because he's a 
because of Andy that I could actually record the reference tracks for my 2021 albums mm-hmm. because Doug Hammer's studio wasn't opened until like just this summer. So if I was going to arrange any of what I was writing during the pandemic, I needed a studio where I could do the piano vocal reference tracks that then could be sent out to my musicians that then Doug and I could edit on Zoom. So Andy was a godsend to me. He also is a wonderful musician, and so is his wife, Judy. So um, Andy has some banjo tracks and some harmonica tracks, and Judy has some mandolin tracks. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, when my songs go folk and Americana, I always count on them because they're wonderful people. They're, they're wonderful people. And another special thing about Andy and Judy is we were part of a songwriter circle. They started a songwriter circle. And with the pandemic, I lose track of how many years I've been part of anything. But there's a wonderful core of singer-songwriters who meet every month. We used to do it in person, and then we started doing it on Zoom. And with the weather being better, we've been doing it outside at their house a little bit. But, you know, the, the, the colleagueship also is huge. It's really good for the spirit to be part of a circle of other singer-songwriters who meet Mm -hmm. and share and write with song props. So Andy and Judy are an important part of my team. Craig Aiken has been my bassist for a bunch of albums. He's phenomenal. He, um, He works all over the country. He lives in New Jersey. And we had actually just gotten him in to do the tracks on my 2020 albums when the pandemic closed the world, so I was grateful to have those tracks. But... For my 2021 albums, he needed to do it remotely, but he's set up very well to do that. Um, another person who plays whenever I go jazzy is Dave Birkin. He's a wonderful saxophonist. Who, he's on all my albums. He's on the Noah Corgi is the Boy from Ema song on this album. Mm-hmm. And so that was really fun. And then some of the other people who um, are playing... Um, for, for jazz guitar um, on Noah Corgi, Joe Saborin, he's also played on some of my al- other albums on pedal steel. And then Bo Winnegar plays flugelhorn. And um, for prayers, the closing song, Alice Hasten, who lives down south in, in um, the Nashville area, she played violin, and she's playing violin on some of my other um, songs for my home album. And so... Another key person for my 2021 albums is, his name is Steve Latination. He's a phenomenal pedal steel player, and he's on a lot of songs on Monuments of Love, Kindness is an example, um, and, you know, he, he just, right, does such a beautiful job with pedal steel, it really colors the songs, he's on a bunch of songs on the home album too, and he also plays some banjo, so... I've been able to add people like Steve. He's now in Florida. He used to be in New Hampshire, but he moved to Florida. Alice, you know, down south. Craig's in New Jersey. I Now I can just ask whoever is a wonderful musician and has a good style for the song, and mm-hmm. then we just record. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's like with the pandemic, uh, and you mentioned it earlier, it just it gave a lot of the creative types. Um, you, had to, you had to learn how to be cre- cre- uh, a brand new kind of creative, and I, I like how it opened it up. It seems to be the story for a lot of people is like, because of all this, I'm now able to uh, work with people that I didn't think I would ever have a chance to work with, or I may have never met because of this. Because he 
Kendrick, Drost, and Craig Sonnenfeld. The four of us have performed as a team and a singer-songwriter in the round kind of show a bunch of times. So it seemed only fitting that when I got to book my first real-life outdoor concert, that they would all be part of it. So that Mark and I actually got to duet on Kindness, which is on the album, live at a show. And obviously tonight, you know, he'll be duetting with me on a whole bunch of stuff. Oh, cool. So he's a wonderful singer-songwriter, and it's, it's lovely, you know, to have a way to preserve a musical relationship even though the pandemic gets in the way of the gigs. And he's going to move to California at the end of the year, so he can still do the, you know, the albums, but now he'll be one of my wonderful colleagues who isn't local anymore for the shows. Mm -hmm. Cool. So uh, let's talk about tonight's show. Um, so who all is going to be sitting in with you tonight? So I, okay, my core band on Monuments Love are Andy and Judy and Valerie and Jackie and Mark. They're the core band, so for most of the evening, they're going to be playing, and Andy and Judy are going to play a song from their wonderful new album, um, and then I'm going to have a really special segment, it's sort of the jazz segment, because my music crosses over a lot of genres, you mm -hmm. know, people, I, I, I saw on YouTube yesterday that I was put as contemporary Christian of all things, which really made me laugh, you know, I'm, you know it's... Some people say I'm a jazz person, I have Americana, Some, someone wrote to me and said, you're a good gospel writer, <laughs> it's, it's folk, you know, so it's really funny to see how I get classified. Yeah, and that's all so subjective, right? You know? It's also subjective. The bottom line is I write from the heart to the heart and any style could come out. But there's a special jazzy segment where we're going to play Noah Corgi as the boy from Ipanema, and also there's a song on my 2021 um, second album called Home called Jazzin', which people love. It's it's sort of a Latin jazzy, mostly instrumental song that has vocal leads for the vocals, which comes out of the jazz tradition. And it's really upbeat, and people love to listen and want to dance to it. So for the two jazzy songs, Dave Burke and my saxophonist is coming on. Tom Bianchi, who not only books the bird, but is a phenomenal bass player, mm -hmm. and also is part of his own bands. I want him to be a cameo person. And then a, a guitarist named Woody Carpinella, who I've done jazz gigging with, is going to come in. So I have like this special segment with, with three other musicians, and the core band is playing the rest of the show. Oh, that sounds like a great show. Uh, since, uh, and Lord only knows uh, how much longer it'll stay open before it possibly shuts back down, but uh, how, how hungry have um, just music lovers in the Boston area been for like to be able to come out to these shows and experience live music in person again? I think playing with, with 
other musicians is finally possible. We did a rehearsal Thursday night here, and it was like, wow, <laughs> a whole band. Like, all of us were like, we haven't played in a whole band for the whole pandemic. Right. So it was really joyful to do that. But as you said, we don't know when it's going to stop. Because, you know, I'm, I, in a way, I'm lucky it's August 1st, because while Delta's soaring, it's still not at the point that no one will go when the venue's open. I don't know if by a month from now we're going to start seeing things stopping. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I book a singer-songwriter series at a, a venue called The Armory, Arts at The Armory. It's called The Loop, and it's a singer-songwriter series that we were running every month before the pandemic. And um, the, the armory was closed. In fact, it was the armory outside where I did my first live gig, you know, post-pandemic. Well, in this phase of the pandemic, there's not post-pandemic yet. But when the armory gave me the go-ahead saying, okay, you can start doing the loop again. And I booked the September show with, you know, myself hosting and three other musicians joining me. Um, and then another musical colleague of mine is booking the October and others booking the November. Um, the Women in Music Gathering and Artist Alliance group that I... I run is doing the December one and then I was we're going to rotate come January but then I was like can we even book people because are these shows going to be possible mm-hmm. the winter is when the, the COVID counts have been the worst over the last two winters and my two colleagues um, Rick Drost and John O'Leary who share the hosting at the Loop Singer Songwriter Series we just exchanged texts today and they were agreeing we can't book too far out because we just don't know what's going to happen so, you know, the hunger of the musicians to perform and the audience to listen is there. That's right. There's so much uncertainty because of the, the pandemic and the mutations of the virus. So with, uh, with tonight's show, will it just be in person? Or are y'all going to do hybrid? Will it be live stream for people who can't attend? I wanted to tell you, uh, and it just came up this past week, that uh, the song you wrote uh, in honor of Mr. Ortiz, yes. uh, that's, it seems like it's lately been picking up a little steam. I don't know if it's like just fans of the game, or, uh, but if, I, I've been seeing it kind of get stirred up quite a bit here recently. Is, uh-huh. is, that, is that something that uh, you, you'll be playing tonight, or? Absolutely. I'm not playing Heroes this time. When I did the Ingrace um, release in 2019 at the Burn, yes, I did play it. But yeah, that's a, that's a powerful song. And, and I realized on t- July 29th, we had hit the two-year anniversary of the, I hate to call it the attempted murder on his life, which I was devastated when that happened. And the, and the song came right away 
consequence of what we, you know, how we treat people who are just trying to make a difference. Like when you're public, it's not always a good thing. Right. Even if you're trying to do good things for the people in your own country, I believe people get jealous when people are in a position to do good and be successful like that. So the David Ortiz story really grabbed me um, pretty deep, and I was very lucky that a wonderful journalist named Bob Kohler from the Boston Globe actually covered that, my song and did a feature and put it in the sports section about two years ago about the song. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, I, it's, it's interesting that we're at the two-year anniversary because in July, July of 2019 is when he was shot. Right. Um, that it doesn't surprise me that that's picking up again just because we're at an anniversary. Yeah, cool. Uh, so just uh, one last thing, uh, just to plug uh, your social media and uh, for those uh, listening, uh, easiest ways to find your music and... Um, just, just how to keep in touch with you and what the music salon's uh, plans are and everything that you have going on. Sure. Well, my, you can find me all over the place. Like My albums are on every possible digital platform, whether you're like Spotify or YouTube or Apple Music or iTunes or Deezer. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there are so many of them. It, um, I release through CD Baby, so I'm on every platform. Um, and I also have physical albums. I still do believe in making real CDs because everything from like, you know, the cover art, you know, I happen to have songs at the heart of life here. There's mm-hmm. a lot of care that goes into the album concept and the cover art and the notes inside and the choice of the songs. And when people listen on um, the streaming platforms, they often don't listen to a whole album. They, they might not even know what's on a whole album because they just like find one song and listen to it. Actually, a woman wrote to me the other day and she said, oh, I see you write folk and gospel music, which is sort of funny. Um, and she's, she had only listened to a few songs. She goes, how do I find the rest of your music? And I said, well, I think there are like nine or ten albums on all the platforms. So mm-hmm. I just gave her some choice links so she could just click the links. But that's what happens. You know, people find something mm-hmm. and... And then that's what they know. But um, to find me on social media, I, I'm on Facebook both as Linda Marks and Linda Marks Music. So you can you can connect with me that way. Please like my Linda Marks Music page. Um, I'm always at the verge of 5,000 friends on my personal page. So if somebody wants to friend me, then I have to look at who I delete So because they only allow 5,000, uh-huh. which is too bad. Um, on Twitter and on Instagram, I'm LSM Heart. That's my handle. Um, I'm on LinkedIn, I'm on Reverb Nation, although I haven't done much with Reverb Nation more recently. It seems like, you know, Twitter and Instagram and Facebook are where the most juice is, so that's where I've focused the most. Um, and recently, um, songs from Songs at the Heart of Life and Monuments of Love have been getting on a bunch of different Spotify playlists, too. So, which awesome. is an interesting thing. And then I, well, the way I found out about being contemporary Christian, you know, is there's a contemporary Christian list uh, that just someone made on YouTube, and like six of my songs were. <laughs> there you go. The river from Songs of the Heart of Life, which is a is a gospel song, so I can see why they chose that one. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting to you know to be found, and my website is lindamarksmusic.com. Perfect. And I, I just one last thing. I know it's so hard to say with uh, everything going on with uh, COVID, but uh, in the future, like when we have this behind us, uh, do you mainly just play around the Boston area? Do you um, do you ever tour out? I I usually tour within a drive's radius. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, to go to Portland, Maine, or to 
or somewhere in New Hampshire, Connecticut, or Rhode Island. I'm playing in the Rhode Island Folk Festival on August 29th and bringing Mark to Bishop Evans to play with me. You know, so certainly I've done a fair amount in, like, the Providence area, you know, sometimes New Hampshire, Connecticut, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so mostly the New England area for driving. Um, I have Noah Corky, and I have four kitty cats going on five. I'm going to get a Maine Coon cat in, in Standish, Maine on August 22nd because the love of my life, who is an almost 16-year-old Maine Coon cat named Scarlett, who has her own song on one of my albums, Keeper of My Soul, I lost her at the end of May. Mm. So um, with a lot of four-leggeds, you know, it's been hard. It's hard to get all the way around. But if, it, it's the kind of thing where if I have a friend in a particular city, like I have a dear friend in, in um, Santa Fe, mm-hmm. and I have another dear friend who's in um, Arizona, you know, Tucson, if, if somebody wanted me to come and build like a mini tour, I would be open to doing that. But the big thing is I'm a piano player. I can't just take a guitar and hop on a plane. Right. Yeah. Can't, can't just get the, the grand and load it up and go, right? If I could put that grand on my back, I'd be happy. And and a keyboard is delicate, so you don't want that in the luggage compartment of a plane. Mm-hmm. So if, if it can go in my Subaru and I can like drive within reason, that's usually... That's been the, the key gating factor of touring, just the fact that I'm a piano player. And if someone has a piano and wants me to come play it somewhere and can help make the economics work out, I'm very happy to do that. Perfect. Well, Miss Linda, thank you so much, and uh, good luck with tonight's show. And um, so I'll be looking for some footage on the, the social media if it happens. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for having me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Take care. Take care. Bye. See ya. News and notes. Thank you so much for listening to Porch Talk. If you haven't done so already, I would ask that you would rate and review the show on whatever app it is that you listen to on. Uh, you can follow Porch Talk on any social media. We're everywhere. Uh, just look up Porch Talk 101 and uh, you'll see the logo there. And you can follow along with what we have going. I just ordered a lot of video equipment. So um, we won't be just audio anymore. So you'll you'll be seeing us instead of just listening to us. So that is very exciting. We're going to play a song off of Linda's Monuments of Love. Uh, and we're going to go with Mr. Noah Corgi's song. So uh, thank you all so much. We're out of here. Go walk.
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.